All right, we'll say good morning, good morning. Let us begin. We are beginning in Merit Hashem today, Parak Chof Beis, in Mesilas Yisharim. A new topic, the Ramchal titles this chapter, Bebeir Midas Ha'anova, an explanation of the Midah, the attribute, the quality of humility. The Ramchal writes as follows. He says, Hine kvar dibarno v'malo mignos ha'gaiva. Ramchal writes that we've already spoken earlier about the terrible, disparaging nature of gaiva, of arrogance. Obviously, whenever you speak about the negativity of gaiva, of arrogance, obviously implicit in that is the praise for the midah of humility. But let's now focus a little bit more primarily on this midah of anava, of humility. What was it? What is the essence of humility? So essentially, the, the, what the Ramchal defines as the essence of anava, the essence of humility, is that a person doesn't think so highly of himself for what for any reason. Now, now we, we always have to be careful with this because anava, humility doesn't chas v'shalom mean a lack of self-worth, right? And doesn't chas v'shalom mean that a person doesn't recognize his good and positive qualities. But if you, if you look at his lashon over here, is bilti machshiv atzmo. I don't put myself on a pedestal. I don't put myself on a pedestal. There's no self-aggrandizement for any particular reason. Now, this is obviously the exact opposite of gaiva, right? Because arrogance, gaiva, is where a person puts themselves on a pedestal for everything. And we're going to see that the results of Hanava are going to be the exact opposite of the results of gaiva. And mostly when we get into the weeds, so to speak, we will see that the ability to acquire an the ability to acquire humility, is really dependent both on thought as well as on deed. So this is actually quite interesting. The first step to anava is actually takes place in the realm of cognition and then becomes and then transfers into the world of the actional which is really quite fascinating. The first step to humility has nothing to do with your actions. The first step of humility has to do with the way that I think about myself and the way I think about life. And then ultimately, the way I think will shape and inform the way that I live. Because we'll say, if a person is not really an anavindas, if a person is not really emotionally or intellectually humble, right? In other words, if I don't really experience feelings of humility, but rather, or or say it differently, I don't really, I I don't really think humbly, right? I don't really think, I'm not really humble in thought, so instead I just try to act humble in deed, what happens? So, So as we spoke about this a little bit earlier, and Michal spoke about this idea in Parakir Aleph, Parakir Beis, this idea of people who act humbly, but in reality are not humble at all. So the truth is, often the world sees through those kinds of people. And the truth is, we know that acting humbly, acting humbly, and when you're not really humble, is the worst kind of gaiva. 
Right? It's the worst kind of arrogance because it becomes so clear that I'm not humble at all. I'm trying to put on a display of humility, which, but I'm not really humble, which in and of itself is a heightened form of arrogance. He goes on, he says, So we'll say, what comes out of here is as follows. So first of all, a basic definition of, a basic definition of humility is I don't put myself on a pedestal. I don't put myself on a pedestal. I don't engage in the process of self-aggrandizement. That's part one. Part two, there are two fundamental parts to anava to humility. There's what we'll call humility in thought and humility in deed. Now, we don't know what these mean yet, but what we do know is that Ramchal tells us is that the order is incredibly important. The first step to true humility is humility in thought and then only followed by humility and deed afterwards. Because if the humility and deed starts everything off, then at the end of the day, a person could turn into a little bit of a closet balgaiva, maybe not, maybe not a closet balgaiva, an actual balgaiva. So let's see, let's delve into the two pieces. So number one, hanav machshavi. So we'll say, what does it mean to have another humility and thought? She is boning her adam, vis amits etzlo, so I'll say this is a person who, who believes, who believes that he does not deserve praise and recognition. And I will say, now, now again, we always have to define these, these concepts. What does this mean? person does a good job in something, they don't, they don't deserve a shkoyach, they don't deserve a shkoyach. So what we're going to see, what it means is, that a person should never let praise go to his head. And even if a person does, did, did something, we'll say, you know how it is in life when you do something good and somebody gives you a shkayach, what's often going on inside your head? I know it was good, but what? But it could have been better. It could have been better. I could have worked a little bit harder. I could have done a little bit more. It was good. It was good. So the idea over here is, should you recognize when you accomplish something? Absolutely. Should you, should you accept something when someone gives you praise? Absolutely. So how do you not become a Balgaiva? By recognizing, yeah, it was good. It was good. But you know what? I could have put in more effort. I could have done it a bit better. I could have worked a little bit harder. So he goes on, he says, Therefore, again, the level of praise that's being heaped upon me is probably not fully deserved. Certainly, again, I should never use my accomplishments to look down on other people. And I will say, so what, what allows me to keep this focus? So number, number one, number one is I will say, whenever I go ahead and I, I accomplish something, and let's say again, people praise me for that particular accomplishment, I know the areas in life in which I am deficient. I know it. That's the chasim and the I, I know, I know what's deficient in me. And also, ultimately, again, I know the averus that I have. So we'll say this is like the this is like the twofold recipe for humility. Number one, I know the areas in which I am deficient. That's I know the areas in which I'm deficient. And I also know my Averus. I know my Averus. I know both of those things. And the goal is to live with both of those things 
with, with clarity in front of you. He says, So I'll say, this first level, I know, I know where I'm deficient, because there's no person who's not deficient. Right? Every person is deficient in some way. Omit sad tivo. says, some of us are deficient because just our innate nature is missing something. Sometimes a person is deficient because of their family. Right? In other words, you can't choose your family. So sometimes, again, I have situations in my family that by definition render me deficient. Again, say, I want to point out all of these things that he's describing over here. None of this is a result of hate. None of this is a result of sin. These are just de facto realities. So in life, I am deficient for a variety of reasons. Sometimes my nature... By nature, there's something that I am missing in life. Or sometimes, even if I'm not actively missing something, there's a deficiency that I have to cope with because of my family. Or sometimes, again, things have happened to me in life that as a result of those things, I am deficient. Or because of my actions. So now he's, now he's kind of transitioning into this. Chesronos Rabim. I have Averis. We all have Averis that we commit. And what's the result of those Averis? The result of those Averis are, I'm deficient. I'm deficient, at least until the point that I rectify them, right? Once I rectify them, I no longer have to be deficient. But before I rectify them, I absolutely live in a state of ongoing deficiency. Afilu Yiyabal Malos. Rabos, so I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. Or because of my actions, because of my chatoim. Such a profound pasik from Kohalas. For there is no person, no matter how righteous he is, who lives in this world, who has not committed Averus. Right? Every single person has their Averus. Every single person has their deficiencies. So I'll say, here's what's incredible. So when you think about all of this, when you think about all of this, these are the things that prevent us from becoming a Balgaiva. So I'll say, so play this out. A person has accomplished something. So should you go ahead and recognize your accomplishments? Of course. And should you accept the Shkayach when somebody wants to give you accolades and praise for those accomplishments? Of course, that's what makes a healthy human being. We all like positive reinforcement for the things we do well. But at the end of the day, how do you prevent becoming a Balgaiva? We'll say, it's so interesting. You know, the secret to all of this, everything that Aramchal points out is what we learned in the last parak of his Boninos. Right? It's all contemplation. It's all being a thoughtful person. So what does Aramchal say? Be thoughtful. And what should you be thoughtful about? Number one, your deficiencies. What are my deficiencies in life? And, and there, are two, there are two categories of deficiencies. There are what we'll call natural occurring deficiencies and deficiencies that have nothing to do with me or my choices in life, my family. Sometimes I have certain handicaps because of the family that I have. Sometimes I have certain handicaps because I have some innate predispositions or some innate challenges. Those are the things that hold me back in life. Those are the things that also keep me humble. And then there are the deficiencies because of the bad decisions that I made in life. We call those chatoim or sins. And as a result of those, again, I am compromised. Well, when I contemplate all of these things together, 
that keeps me pretty humble because I recognize that maybe I'm getting praise, maybe I'm getting accolades for something, but at the end of the day, there are many, many things which cause me to be deficient. The Ramchal goes on, he says, we'll finish this off, he says, These are all deficiencies in man that prevent them, that when I contemplate them, prevent me from becoming a Baal Gaiva. Even if I'm a person with many accomplishments, right? That person with many milas, nevertheless, but even if I'm a person with many accomplishments, when I'm contemplative, and again, I just begin to think about my deficiencies, then ultimately, again, the contemplation of those deficiencies keeps me grounded and prevents me from becoming a Balgaiva. So we'll, so we'll stop over for today. But again, I just want to point out that Ramchal's mission over here is not to make me feel bad about myself, right? The Ramchal's mission over here is to help me achieve a well-rounded perspective about myself. That sometimes where Gaiva comes from is where a person is only focusing on the good, only focusing on the accomplishments and not focusing on the whole picture. Again, should a person celebrate their accomplishments? We can't stress it enough. Yes, of course. But a person also has to maintain a well-rounded perspective on who I am and what I'm not. And especially that what I'm not and my deficiencies, that's the part that keeps me grounded doesn't let the accomplishments kind of become like a runaway train and helps me continue on the pathway of accomplishment in a healthy and well-rounded fashion. We'll continue our attention with this. Marvel say, Shkoyah.